we put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Hey, welcome to the Swap Moto Podcast presented by Fly Racing. Today we are going to phone up Dean Wilson to check in on his Husqvarna TC65 giveaway and uh, how his recovery from injury is going. So, hey, Dino, uh, happy Monday. And uh, you got some exciting stuff going on, You're giving away another motorcycle. Yeah, that's, uh, you know, I did it last year and um, it went pretty well. Um, so, I don't know, I just think giving back is something I've learned that I like to do. And, uh, you know, it's just, I, I enjoy to see, you know, helping someone and, and seeing the kids happy, I think is awesome. So, you know, this time we're going to do at Husky 65, um, you know, so yeah, so far we, this, this time we're doing video submissions and uh, this is a little bit different than last year because I'm not quite as, you know, I can't get around as easy as last mm -hmm. year. So the videos that we've been getting have been really awesome and uh, yeah, I think it's going to be uh, pretty cool. Um, yeah, so um give me the give me the rules then they have to create a video it has to be a kid that actually is 65 age right and <laughs> yeah exactly i mean um yeah i mean really there's not a whole lot of rules just um we are going to keep it in the states as much as i'd love to go outside the states just i've already purchased the bike here and um I've already purchased the bike here, so to get it over borders and stuff would just be a bit of a hassle. But maybe in the future we could do something like mm -hmm. that. But, yeah, you just have to be pretty much 7 to 11 years old, send in a video, pretty much why you think you deserve it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that's it. Nothing too crazy. So have you gotten uh, <laughs> Have you gotten any, like, funny entries? Man, we've, we've got tons of videos. And uh, a lot of them, there's been a few really funny ones. People are putting a cool twist mm -hmm. on it. But it's always fun to watch, and um, yeah, I mean, there's there's been some good ones. So uh, yeah, we'll see. I think it runs up on Friday. We were the the deadlines on Friday. So yeah, um, a lot came in on the weekend mm. though, and uh, so we, we definitely have to do some uh, yeah, you know, sorting through them and see which ones uh, are looking good. Did you good. get any kids who like hired a professional videographer to make like a super sweet edit? <laughs> <laughs> not yet we haven't we've had some good edits but mom and dads have been on the on the cam and some of them are really funny like but uh you know with the parents you can hear them whispering behind the camera and <laughs> it's awesome but I, I enjoy it it's something fun and uh it's you know I, i'm really busy with my therapy and stuff but this isn't too much of my time and it's something i like to do so um yeah it's just i think it'll be kind of yeah. really good i think you'll have an easier time selecting someone to like you know at, at our mini major race you've come out to, you've come out to yep. watch that before so yeah <clears throat> we did a giveaway with uh 6d helmets and they, they had a uh -huh. tagger painted helmet super cool paint job like mini major paint job and what we said was we're going to make it editor's choice to somebody in the 50 cc classes right 
So I went out there uh-huh. and I watched all the kids in the 50 classes and I was super pumped to see most of them had like really good high-end helmets on. Good you know, helmet. There was only, yeah. I only saw like one HJC helmet, and but it had a sick paint job. You know? <laughs> so anyway, I, I ended up yeah. choosing a kid that was riding a Cobra 50 and he had on a Troy Lee SE2, which was like almost 10 years old, right? And he's seven. So I, I pull him aside and I talk to his dad and his dad's super cool. You know, he's got two kids that ride and, you know, they, they couldn't afford to buy a new helmet. So I'm like, hey, I'm going to give you this helmet. <laughs> we brought him over to the booth. This seven-year-old kid, like the, the 60 youth helmets, there's like pads that fit in them. And so like a youth small to youth extra large is the same shell. It's just padding, right? He couldn't yep. get his head in the thing. He had to take home a adult medium. No, <laughs> and he was wait. seven. Oh my god, his his helmet must look so big, like that, like a big yeah, bobble right? head. That's funny. So that's why I was that's why I was kind of relating yeah. it to you know how you chose you you just went to the track yeah. for the fifty and chose somebody, right? Yeah, it took like four tries though. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't that easy. A lot of it's not. A, cheap sport to get into so really a lot of people already have half decent bikes but 65 is even harder than the 50 though because really there's not really too many beat up 65s but um yeah we're, we're getting some good videos yeah. so when you gave away the 50 was your little uh uh goal to find a cool kid on a beat up bike but then like cool parents too yeah, I think just uh, the goal was just to find someone that would really um, could do with a new key, um, well, sorry, new Husky yeah. 50 and um, someone that loved to ride and, and it was a passion of theirs. And little Luke is who we picked and he, he uh, I, I'm really happy on the choice because his grandpa and his mom take him racing every weekend and does, he, he does the, many, the many aim uh-huh. races and they... You know, text me. The grandpa texts me. You know, once once a month and keeps me up to date. And it's really cool. You know, because he's he's like totally putting the thing to use, and he's a really nice little kid, and was so appreciative. So like that was, I was really happy with that choice. Like that was a a good um, choice. Now I was stoked yeah. on it. So he's trying hard, and and he loves his bike. So yeah, awesome. it would have been heartbreaking to see it on Craigslist or something the next week, huh? Oh, could you imagine that? That would be a shame. We gave away an Eli Tomac helmet a, couple, a few months yeah. ago, and it popped up on the vital message boards as for sale. Yeah, pretty me. bummed. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's, that's sad. So uh, um, how does it work for you? Like, uh, as a professional racer, you need you need write-offs and such, right? So, like, do you get to write off this whole bike as a advertising expense, say? Um. No, I just, obviously, I just buy it with my own private card. Obviously, I've got a business card and a private mm-hmm. card, but I, um, yeah, I mean, I just buy it off my own, you know. I, I mean, I think I, um, I've i obviously made, I wouldn't say I made the most money of anyone, but I've made good money racing, and, you know, I think you can't always be greedy and, and to give back and help someone out, just like someone helped me when I was mm-hmm. an amateur, so... It's honestly just a good feeling to help someone. Yeah. Inside, it makes you feel good, like you're helping someone, and I really yeah, like that. Awesome. So, you know, sometimes at the end of the day, it's not always about the money. It's just about, um, you know, doing a good yeah. deed. Yeah, well, that's badass. Hey, SWAT Moto listeners, this is Zach Osborne, rider for the Rockstar Energy Husqvarna Factory Racing Team. 
I love my FC 450 race bike, but I also love the FC 350. It has the handling of a 250 and the power of a 450, making it the perfect bike for both professional and amateur riders. Right now, Husqvarna Motorcycles is giving Swap Moto listeners 1,500 reasons to get a brand new FC 350. Hurry into your local authorized Husqvarna Motorcycles dealer to find out more on the limited time offers available to get you on the track today. For over six decades, Scott Motorsports has pushed the limits of innovation, providing our customers with the most advanced technology available. Scott is honored to be the exclusive eyewear sponsor of the Swap Moto Live podcast. Athletes such as Chad Reed, Justin Barsha, and myself, Adam Cientrillo, require the best performance, which is why we choose the Scott Prospect Goggle. Recognized as the number one goggle in racing, Scott is proud to be made in the USA. Check out scott-sports.com and see their complete line of high-performance goggles. Hey guys, Hunter Lawrence here. Lately I've been spending a whole lot of time at the mountain bike trails in the local area on my intense primer and the thing's badass. For how good it is going up the hill, it's uh, amazing coming down the hill. It's uh, comfortable, nimble and it doesn't feel uh, like you're going to go over the bars every five seconds. Uh, all their bikes in their lineup are awesome so yeah you're ready to get serious about training on a cross-country bike or crushing lap times at your local trails or if you want to go a bit further longer and faster they they just brought out a new taser e-bike which is uh, yeah everyone's given the double thumbs up on so head down to your local intense dealer or, or purchase uh, directly at intensecycles.com check it out guys Hi, uh, I'm Mitch Payton from Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki team, and I uh, just want to give a shout out to Throttle Syndicate. Um, it's a new name, but it's the same company that's been around for uh, 30 years. We've been with them since the very beginning in 1991, and they're a big part of why our bikes always look the way they do. We're really proud to have them involved, and hopefully they have a good year. Visit ThrottleSyndicate.com to view the full range of customizable graphic kits, gripper seat covers, sticker kits, and more. Use promo code SWATMOTOLIVE at checkout for a 20% discount off your order. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. What's up, Swap Moto fans? The Toyota Escondido Action Sports team supports some of the biggest racers in the sport, like Aaron Plessinger, Shane McElrath, Dean Wilson, Axel Hodges, Colt Nichols, Brian Deegan, and more. With over two decades of supporting racers, we become known as the place to buy a Toyota truck in Southern California. Toyota Escondido is a proud sponsor of the Swap Moto Live Show, and all you have to do to get the best deal on a quality Toyota truck is mention the show and tell them you want the Action Sports Special. Check us out online at toyotaescondido.com for more. So, hey, uh, so they have till Friday to enter, right? Yes. All right, beyond that, how are you doing? Busy with therapy, you said. I'm, yeah, I'm doing really good. I'm just really busy with therapy. Um, every day I go to the hyperbaric chamber and lay in that for like an hour and a half. And then I um, will go to physical therapy three days a week. And I'll be going to the gym. And at least I'm a lot more active now. You know, I was in a wheelchair until two weeks ago. And, I, you know, I, I 
dislocated my head, but I also broke my head mm. as well in three places. So I, the only way for that to heal is to pretty much do nothing and stay still and lay in bed and whatever. So I was in a wheelchair for a while. And I mean, yeah, that, that sucks. But now I'm on crutches and I'm a lot more mobile and I'm moving around. I'm going to the gym and I'm keeping busy and just keeping your mind occupied. I think is the, the most important instead of, you know, just sit and dwelling about it just all i'm focused on is my yeah. healing um did you have surgery or did you just let the hip heal by itself uh it was a very 50 50 uh, percent chance of surgery the you know the doctor at first the doctor wanted to do surgery and i was like pretty bummed and then i kind of explained to him like do, do i absolutely need surgery and he said mm-hmm. no he just was going the extra extra safe route mm-hmm. to do it and then he he recommended that we don't do surgery so I was really happy about that because obviously surgery is just always yeah. a bit, you know, it, it just sucks. But really, at the end of the day, whatever helps me heal fastest is what's mm-hmm. important. So, um, I mean, I'm just trying to heal up now. And, um, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty gnarly, pretty gnarly. Yeah, injury. so I've, yeah, I've dislocated both my shoulders and I know how bad that hurts when you can't get it back in. How, how gnarly was having your hip out? And was um, it, that was the worst pain. That was the worst pain yeah, in my entire life. Was that like crazy, uh, like was, deformed looking? Um, I had my gear on, but I, I honestly didn't really look. But right away when I crashed, I knew something. Like, like I pretty much said that was the first thing I said was like this to keep uh-huh. my head. But um, that was the worst pain at the track. Initially, it wasn't the worst mm-hmm. pain until it just progressively got worse and worse, and then it was absolutely unbearable. Like. I just wanted to be put at my misery. Like, I was, oh, it was the worst pain. And then finally, like, they did x-rays and stuff, and they gave me med- medicine to uh, put me out and, and um, pop it back in. And when I woke up, well, they gave me ketamine to pop in, pop in my uh, hip, and I, I really went on a gnarly trip on that <laughs> stuff. So when I came back, one, I was really relieved that my hip was in. Like, I was in so much less pain. And but two, um, I didn't even know if I was like in the real world or not because the trip I had on ketamine felt so mm. real that when I came back, I didn't even know if this was the real part. It was like it was like the movie Inception. It was crazy, <laughs> man. Was, I think it gave me too much oh, of that wow. stuff. What uh, what went through your mind when you're laying there? Um. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it, this one really was a big sting for me because. Obviously, I get. I have. A, I've had a lot of injuries, and I'm known to have a lot of injuries. And the the hardest part for me was I felt like I was at my I, my. I was back mm-hmm. on form where I needed to be. I was riding really, really good. I was, you know, running the same pace as uh, Adam and Eli. And um, you know, just to be laid out like that at a race that didn't even count. Yeah. You know, it just, it, it, it took a big toll and the pain was so bad. You know, on the, when I was laying on the backboard, I said I was done racing. Like I, I told Sarah, like, I'm done. I'm done. Like this mm-hmm. is it. And that was just me running off of emotions. Yeah. Like, because if I didn't feel like I had the potential and if I didn't feel like, if I wasn't so close to being, if I wasn't so close to like being, you know, up top, it, I, I feel like I would, I really would hang it up. But I really feel like 
if I just hung up right now, I'd be leaving something on mm-hmm. the table. Um, so, anyways, once they popped my head back in and then the dust settled a bit and I, I wasn't running off of emotions, I was like, okay, well, I've got a year on my contract and I'm not ready to give up. Like, I, I just feel like I needed to kind of uh, just find you know, find myself a little bit and just do absolutely everything I can in my power to Mm -hmm. heal and be back and be as ready as I can. So, um, you know, I mean, it's, it's just, it's crazy. Like I, I, I'm always just at the, a good point of writing when I get hurt. And why is that? Is there a reason behind that? I'm not sure. So obviously, you know, I'm at a point where I'm trying to pinpoint on what, why this keep happening keeps happening and um you know it's a lot to do with the mental side as well so i'm just working on a lot of things and really just working on myself and that's all i can do and um i'm just off of social media for a little bit just because i'm just really purely focused on healing and uh yeah make you know healing and making my return you know i i I honestly think when you crashed in the stadium and you know didn't get up and it was obvious you were hurt I think the entire stadium, everyone in the stands let out a collective, like, groan, you know, like, ah, oh, Dino's right yeah. again. You know? Um, yeah. It was it was a good event up until that until that point for you? Yeah, I, I don't know. It was, it was, a, that was a tough pill to swallow for sure. And honestly, I, I, I felt embarrassed, you know? Like, Sarah's like, oh, you shouldn't be embarrassed, but, like, no, I was embarrassed. Like I'm, I'm like injured again in front of everybody. You know, my team signs me for another year, and then this happens. It's just it was embarrassing. I felt embarrassed, and I felt, you know, it was just a hard one to take. Like obviously the pain was really, really mm. bad, but it the whole deal sucked. But I'm on a good, you know, I'm on a good path now. I'm feeling good, and um, yeah, feeling positive, and putting that behind yeah. me. <laughs> You uh, you scared Malcolm, Malcolm Stewart. He, what he called me? Uh-huh. Hey, I think Dean Wilson blocked me on Instagram. Yeah, I've actually had a few of those messages. I had Hanny calling me too, and he's like, "What? What happened? Why did you block me?" I'm like, "Ah, uh, I'm off the socials for a <laughs> little bit." So, um, yeah, just getting off of that stuff. It's um, kind of hard to post too when you're hurt. Right. Well, um, I just feel like um, on with social media, uh, I don't know. Like I'll be laying there in bed with a broken hip, can't do anything, and then I'll see make it guys that race against whatever, and they're training, they're in the gym, they're burning their laps, <laughs> they're like getting ready for the season, and I'm just laid up on my, I'm just laid yeah. up, can't uh, do anything. So. Yeah, it sucks. So, uh, what is the uh, what's expected return then, Dean? Uh, I really don't even know. I'm playing it by ear. Obviously, Anaheim one would be the big goal, but I don't want to stress on that too hard. And um, you know, if I don't make it, be all disappointed. My biggest goal is just to heal up from this the best I can, yeah. and that's it. Pray. So, what kind of therapy are they doing? Is it like stretching and stuff. Well, we're doing exercises and range of motion and stuff but um i mean right now until we hit the six week mark which is on the 27 uh 
until we uh, do that, um, I, I can't really go that that hard with it. As a doctor, really just wants me to heal it up, you know, as as best as it can. Um, so on the twenty seventh, I'm pretty sure I, I'll be able to walk and really, really start, you know, pounding my therapy a lot mm-hmm. harder. He just because as the first four to six weeks is very, you know, with the hip, it's a very dangerous spot because it's healing, but you can also do it too yeah, much, you know. For sure. Hey, so also, uh, congratulations on uh, your engagement. I think oh, I think everyone you. enjoyed following yeah. that on Instagram. I like I like the uh, that was I like cool. the cornrows. <laughs> yep, I had the Jamaica vibes going. We uh, we we went to Jamaica a couple years ago, and we had such a great time. So we went back, and I, that was kind of the place I wanted to do it because uh, we had a really good time there a couple years ago. And it's just a it's a very chill holiday. It's you know you're just really chilled out, and you're in bed, you're getting good sleeps and stuff like that. Like you know, it's it's a very nice place to go, and um, so. That was kind of where I picked, and Doctor G helped me get my ring, and it was a mission to like hide the ring was the hard part because the box was kind of <laughs> big, but it all went really smoothly. Um, so did you did you hide a GoPro, or did you have a photographer, or how did you pull off getting photos of? Oh, it's actually a funny story. So I never really or I never ordered a photographer or anything, but there was photographers at the resort. So I, we went to the place, the area where they were. Um, they were the night before and I thought they would just be standing around with their cameras and they weren't so I told Sarah let's um, you know walk up to the beach um, to a different area so we did that and then I seen a photographer and while she was um, laid out I said I was going to the bathroom and I ran to the photographer and said listen go over on the dock where the sun set and I'm going to propose um, could you please take the photos and the guy was like all for it so i was like okay well i'll give you like five to ten minutes to set up so like um yeah it was pretty funny because it was very like last minute with the photographer but i know the picture and all that was pretty important so um yeah it was actually funny because the ring was so hard to hide i had to hide the ring box under my ball (laughs) (laughs) so when i pulled out like it was because it would stick out on my shorts like super obviously right so so yeah, uh, yeah, it all went really well though. She was stoked, and you know, obviously I'm stoked, and we've been together for a long time, and uh, we get along very well, and yeah, we work good as a team. So yeah, did I hear Sarah in the car oh, with you yeah. laughing? Is Sarah What's in there that? with you? Oh, no, I'm by myself. But uh, <laughs> so uh, did you have a big planned out speech, or did you just say, "Hey, I want to marry you"? No, I, I had a little bit of a speech planned out. Like, it wasn't nothing too crazy or dramatic, but um, it wasn't like a big long one, but it was just short and sweet, you know? Nice. And um, she was very shocked, though. She thought I was joking. Like, she didn't think I was actually... Because I always played it off like I never wanted to get married because I wanted it to be that good of a yeah. surprise. Like, I'm like, ah, you know, I don't want to... I, I don't want to go that route, blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> and you could tell I always kind of upset her. So when I did it, you know, obviously she was crying and she was happy and she didn't believe it at first. So it was really cool. She was, she was stoked. So I'm really so happy. let me guess, it's uh, October 2020. Uh, yeah, it's going to be definitely that time. <laughs> I actually haven't, we haven't finalized everything yet, but most likely um, 
a destination mm-hmm. wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, that's the plan. Nice. Well, hey buddy, uh, <clears throat> thanks for catching up with me, and uh, I hope uh, I hope a really cool kid wins the bike, and uh, you heal yep. fast. I'm praying that I see you on the starting gate at Anaheim One. Hope so. Hope so. <laughs> And uh, maybe I'll see you around here in the area soon. Definitely. Thanks, Don. Appreciate it. Say hi to Andy for me. Uh, he's in oh, Scotland, he? but okay. I'll tell him. All right. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. See you, mate. Bye-bye. We put our heads together to both reimagine and lift the bar on what a modern motocross helmet should be. Opt for the highest level of modern technology and energy dispersion with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet. Designed for an elevated defense against a wider range of real-world impact scenarios. Globally engineered with the most advanced materials and technologies available. Outfit yourself with proven technology, lightweight performance, and elevated impact management with the Fly Racing Formula Helmet.